Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with the DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 and 9 p.m. to see what prop bet will be boosted. Now, I'm kind of leaning Kansas City here. You know, I, I, I always love the total. That's one of my favorite bets. But what I've really, really been enjoying lately, anytime touchdowns. So I'll be looking for that to be boosted throughout the week with the happy hours. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code 518. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code 518. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See the show notes for details. Oh, look at that. Rose and Bourbon Podcast. Not, not backstage anymore. No, we're out now. We're out on the main stage. Please welcome to the main stage the Rose and Bourbon Podcast. Barry Gadboy sitting next to Dan Gadboy's here. The Godzilla Media Network Empire at Rosenbergen Pod on Twitter. Speaking of the Empire at the Jeff Levac is in the house. Cruising towards Super Bowl Sunday, we're going to do a Super Edition. Are we allowed to say Super Bowl? Or do we have to say the big game? As long as we're not making money off of it, we can say. I can assure you we are not making money. Never made a dime in radio actually at this point, so I'm safe. You've spent more than you've made. Uh, that is that's actually no joke. So Jeff Leck, are you the uh are you the, the third bro now? Are you like the adopted bro? Is that how this is gonna be? I think Seriously. it's I'm the only one who knew how to use the website today because it's been so long that well, I've also uh, true. Yeah. I've put my stamp as 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 bro. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> you can't good. You got, bro you got number three. Pictures. I'm bro number three, or you guys don't know how to do this. They both, both actually, I think are true. What do you got? What are you sipping over there? A little twisted tea action? What do you got? Who, me? Yeah, what's that? Oh, uh, this is Woodford. Woodford Reserve. You just pour a mason jar of Woodford. There's ice in it. <laughs> Cheers. Barry, what are you sipping on over there? Uh, I have, I'm actually, this is, I know it's bros and bourbon, but I'm just, I got a little bit of uh, tequila. Ooh. A little bit of the, the Blanco uh, uh, Terramana, the Rocks Ooh. tequila. Nice. I only know why it's put me in the top corner because I'm the one drinking the Woodford. Yeah, yeah, I'm drinking some uh, Springbrook from uh, from Lake George here. So keeping it local. So cheers, boys. Welcome back. Uh, Yeah, solo cup here. Nothing but the classiest. Is that a is that an Aggies hat you have on there? Oh yes, you got an A and M hat on. Yeah. Oh damn, gig him! I love it. Little Johnny Football, wrong side. Yeah, buddy. Johnny Football. I didn't know you had some A and M swag. A little bit. A little bit. I like you know that I love A and M. I love. Yeah, man. Yeah. I feel like there's like five thousand better people to name from A and M than John Manziel. (laughs) Five thousand. Ah, man. I don't know, man. All the dog. I know the dog mascots. Yeah. The Miz. The Miz. (laughs) Is the Miz an A and M guy? I didn't know. I I said Cadet Smith. Like I don't care. Oh, 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 I think you said the Miz. I did too. Yeah. 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 You know what? I'll go with it. <laughs> At least he's awesome. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
Did you guys, uh, did you guys see that that Royal Rumble there? They they opened the pay per view with the Royal Rumble. Booker T coming out it was a it was an interesting show, interesting uh, night. Call me when that. call me when they get Stevie Ray out there, then I'll. <laughs> the forklift I don't think would fit through the gate. So. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, shout out to Jerry Lawler who had a uh, apparently pretty bad stroke, but he's on the he's on the road to recovery. I guess he's doing pretty well. That dude is like indestructible, but he is one of my all time just all time favorites. Yeah, what's what's crazy is the amount of strokes that Cat uh, gave him back in the day. You would think that that he'd be used to him by now, but uh, yeah. apparently he's still fighting through. <laughs> For some reason, I feel like I need to tell this joke right now. Uh, three nuns sitting on a park bench. Streaker, Flasher runs up, throws the coat open. First nun has a stroke. Second nun has a stroke. The third nun refused to touch it, though. So, <laughs> I think we just, the NFL asks us, please don't say Super. Just say Big Game <laughs> from this point forward. Don't ever say Super Bowl again. <laughs> we, are, we are no longer sponsored by anyone. If you'd like to watch the Big Game... <laughs> the, uh, the the last thing I'll say about pro wrestling on the topic is uh, the evidence that there's no woke pro wrestling fans is that Jerry Lawler has never been canceled. Because oh, if you watch anything late 90s, early 2000s, wow, wow, it's just I don't like, know. If you... I, lo- I love it and I cringe. Did you send me the TikTok or did I say where, where he says, I'm not embarrassed about dating younger women except when I have to drop them off at school? <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't think that was a joke. Like I I think that was a cry for help. As in, someone please drop these girls off at school for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm not getting up that early. They're missing first. They're missing their first period, and that means two things. Oh, sounds expensive. Uh, Okay. Before this goes totally off the rails. Oh, before. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about uh, the single greatest day in the United States of America, maybe the world, and that's Super Bowl Sunday. Even though, if anybody knows Barry, I thought for sure that would be the Fourth of July. By the way, I love Fourth. It's the best holiday. <laughs> yeah, but, all right, sorry, continue. Um, and Super Bowl Sunday probably should be a holiday. Really, Super Bowl Monday, day, day after. Yeah. In Philly, uh, in Philly, they're not going to go to school on Monday. They're going in late or something. They already made well, a decision. To be fair, but nobody really goes to school in they Philly. Gotta, they, there's a lot of cars get to, learned. to burn. You got to burn cars, right? And right. and cr- cr- the bus stops have to be smashed up. And there's and a lot to do. Grease all the poles that you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if if, <laughs> if you can you imagine me, who was the one who sat around going? You know, we got to keep these people from climbing the poles. We could grease them. <laughs> genius. That's the, genius. The, that's the problem. The problem is not the guy who thought of it. It's the other seven guys in the room are like, God damn it. He's got yeah. it. I He's got it. you king. <laughs> <laughs> you are the smartest man in Philadelphia, which means you are not able to screw in a light bulb. But we are proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> but you can grease a pole, God damn it. Right. <laughs> Where'd you Did learn it? that? Mama got big, hurt her hip, <laughs> couldn't have her on the pole no more. It was the only way to keep her off. <coughs> it, it is, uh, it, it's, it's without a rival, I believe Philadelphia is the worst town in the country. It's just Ooh. no place I want to, no place I want to be less than fit. And there's, I mean, it's unfortunate because it's such a shithole that it's inescapably, you have to point out what a shithole is, but people from Philly are also nuts. So you got to yeah. really watch it because they'll, they'll, they'll shank you, but. Yeah, Philly. Uh, it's like one of those. It's like how, how does every racist joke start? Where you like, like how does every comment about Philadelphia start? Right. 
Right. Is anybody from Philly here tonight? Yeah. Okay, because it sucks. Okay, it's the we worst. We greased the stairs. We figured you wouldn't be able to get in. So. <laughs> yeah. Just a little. We just put a strip of grease on the sidewalk, and then you're done. You can't. Well, like we go home. There's grease here, so we're done. It's like, it's like a vampire. They can't be invited in. Damn, they got the bacon grease out here. Mine ain't licked it up yet. So I guess we can't go in. I don't. I don't know why they're southern. Dang but, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they all, dang it. So they all sound like in Philly. Their accent is somehow more annoying than Southern. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. But Super Bowl, right there. So Super Bowl, Super Bowl week kicks off uh, with some big news, right? We uh, had a Hall of Famer getting uh, get himself in some hot water, if we will. I, I guess. I, I I would actually chalk him. He might be as disinterested in the game as everybody else is. I don't know. I, maybe he just didn't got distracted by something else. I mean. I don't understand that. So Michael Irvin is has been relieved of his duties at the NFL Network and ESPN. And if, if that young lady has relieved him, we wouldn't be talking about this right now. Well, I don't. So here's the thing that I don't understand. So I saw. Did you guys see the video? Because the video is out there of him comes into the hotel lobby. It's hard to hear what he's saying, but he's talking to a group of people. He's just kind of bullshitting, and he's got a beer. He's got his bag on his shoulder, and it's like 45 seconds of bullshit and then he goes up to his room and according to him the phone rings and they say dude we got to move you out of the hotel because there's an issue and he's like what how could there be an issue i just got here effectively i talked to somebody for a minute and now i'm in my room and now i have to leave and it's i I don't something doesn't compute about this situation well originally he didn't even remember having that 45 second minute conversation like he was which which is which is sketchy in its own right though right you've never come on he he admits to drinking. Like he was on um, 104.3 The Fan in Dallas, and said he had some pops. Yeah, he was like, I don't, I didn't remember it. And then they showed me the video. There I was, <laughs> like, like well, I can't. You're, you're Michael there. Irvin in there. Michael, I'll you're Michael Irvin at that. Super Bowl. Everybody at Super Bowl sees you, and you're Michael Irvin. They fucking say hi to you, and blah, blah, blah. you know, you're you're talking to a million people a day. Like, what do you, you know? You walk through the hotel lobby and said, "What's up?" Like, but here's here's the downside, right? Is this is what. Uh, the content of Michael Irvin's character and his history over the last 25 years put him in situations like this, right? You know, how do you, uh, nobody's saying that about Kurt Warner. Nobody's saying that about, you know, uh, I don't know, you know, another upstanding athlete there. Uh, they're saying it about the guy who was caught when he was 50, slinging a rock. I mean, you know, this is a guy who's, who's made poor decisions time after time. And I'm not saying he's guilty or innocent here. I don't know. But you put a target on your back when, when, you know, hey, look, he, uh, when the guy who does shitty things accused of doing something shitty, it's it's not hard to believe. It's 45 seconds. Like, put 45 seconds on the clock. Like, Jeff, Jeff I, I, we've known each other a long time. I promise you I could offend somebody to get myself thrown out of a place in 45 seconds. I've I've seen you try and not get it done. Like, usually if you if you say the thing and then – exit stage right go to your room it's over it's done like what what could he have said that was so effing terrible that they they not only had to move him out of the hotel but then everybody was like you know what we're just gonna go ahead and call this one not only wait not only was it so terrible that he had to be removed from the state of arizona nobody else in this video reacts to it there's no nobody even like that's a good point Nobody's eyes get wide. Nobody's like, oh, shit. Nobody, I mean, he's just like, okay, and he leaves. And everybody just goes back to doing what they're doing. Like, oh, hey, there's Michael Irvin. I, this, this is, I don't know what yeah. the deal is, but there's a, there's a deal. 
And there's all here's the thing about the I'll say this about the NFL. As much as I love professional football as a product, there is no league that I trust less or that I oh, think yeah. is run by a bigger bunch of buffoons than the National Football League, than Roger Goodell and Troy Vincent, and right on down the line. Even, even ownership. I mean, let's be honest. Buffoons. The buffoonery in the National Football League. And this is a bad look, I'll also say this. This is a guy, a, a, an African American guy who appears to have done nothing wrong. And there have been other situations where people have not reacted so harshly. I, they owe an explanation. If, if he did something that's so bad that you had to remove him, obviously it's a big deal now because he's off the Super Bowl. So it's not like right. you're protecting him or his privacy. He's out of the Super Bowl. So just say what it is. Just Just put it on the table and say what it is. Otherwise, I think it's all bullshit. I think they overreacted to something, and now they're saving face. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think somewhere between what you both have said, like, like you know who Michael Irvin is. Michael Irvin's going to speak his mind and say what he wants to say. So if you approach him when he's half in the bag, I think, you know, proceed with caution that you're at your own risk. But also, like, yeah, tell me what you said because – I can't actually come up with what would be so bad that you kick him out. Not just the hotel, but like you said, the state of Arizona. Like, He's gone. Gone. Yeah. What? What is it? Was does that hotel like reside in 1940? Like, I'll do declare my stars and goddess that large African man doesn't spoke to me in a weird way. And I don't like it. Like, what? Can, like again. Like I just. I feel like I've had the I've had the the opportunity to speak to Michael Irvin in person for probably about 45 seconds. And he had wanted nothing to do with me. And I was cool with that. It was just cool to say hi to the playmaker. I'm not a huge fan of his, but at the same time, like, I don't. I, correct. Him. Not a fan. I got no dog in the fight. But. Right. Well, 45 seconds. I I got to know what he said. I got to know because I want to, I guess I want that in my back pocket because I ever need to get out of work for a week. Get out of the game. You're, you're gone. <laughs> you're on vacation. You know, I'll say that, like, and this is the thing that happens. It's talked about constantly in NASCAR because people complain in NASCAR. They say, oh, the drivers don't show enough personality, right? They do all the interviews. Thank the sponsor. Thank the team. Nobody shows. And then as soon as somebody says something that has some personality, people are all pissed off. So, it, you know, what this stuff eventually leads to is a whole bunch of vanilla personalities who never say anything because you don't want to take any risks or get in trouble. I yeah, agree. I agree. Yeah, well, they? I think it's got to come out, right? We got to make a move, and <clears throat> the truth will will eventually come free. I would also imagine that free the playmaker, free okay. the playmaker. I, I would also imagine at this point in Michael Irvin's career, um, is it better, no matter what was said, to just defuse the situation, get him out of Arizona? Does he really need to be there? What's he really adding? Um, if you're the NFL network, the NFL just say, hey, send him home. We'll pay him. Let's just split him up. Get to the bottom of it. Who are you gonna? Who are you gonna? But who? Who do you replace him with? Literally, literally anyone. I, I, I don't agree. Look, I don't agree. I mean, Michael, Michael, Michael Irvin. Yeah, Michael Irvin is in the top five, top ten all time wide receivers, playmaker. No rings. I mean, come on. No, this no dude way. is. This dude top is ten. Top ten, sure. Oh. I mean, to sketch it out, but yeah, he's definitely flirting with the top ten. Uh, I don't know. And he's got let's, some personality. Put him he's top lived 20. it. Put him yeah. top twenty. Top twenty. Top twenty-five. If fine. you put him top twenty, where's okay? Give me the give me the other nineteen guys. Jerry Rice ain't working this week, you know. Like Tim Brown's not there. Like Larry Fitzgerald <laughs> doing that doing that serious show. Get him over there. That's fine. 
Well, but none of these guys have the Urban's person. He is he's royalty on Radio Row. Like I'm telling you right now, like he because he because he says what he says, right? Right. Which is how he gets in the situation. Which again, I think is kind of like. If I have a sign out front that says, don't pet my dog, it's going to bite you, and then you come and pet my dog, that's on you. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you know who Michael Irvin is. Like, don't go up. Whatever you said to him in that moment, I, you know, barring her going, hey, I'm a big Cowboys fan, and him going, I want to put in your butt. Like, I don't, like, even, like, I don't know what, how that trans, that whole transaction happens. Like, I don't know. Wait, even more to the point, have we really, are we at the point now where in a public conversation, you can say something, maybe that's not even directed at somebody, and just be 100% canceled without any preamble or any discussion. There's no physical contact. He didn't. He didn't try to force himself on somebody. He didn't abuse somebody. He just said something that apparently upset somebody, and that's it. Now we just just the pigeon knocks over the chess it. pieces. It is. I mean. We really we live in the most pathetic culture ever. So I was, I was talking to actually I was talking to Jacoby today. I'm watching 1883. I don't know if you guys watched 1883. Yeah, this show's horrible. Everybody's dying for stupid reasons. Like you taking a leak in the middle of a field to get bit by a rattlesnake and you die. We have it so easy now, and we've never been a bigger bunch of just babies, crybabies all the time. Somebody upset me. I'm upset. Grow up. I root Get for Irvin back in there in a lot of situations. I'm pro rattlesnake. <laughs> what, you been peed on a lot? Well, I mean, <laughs> I get pissed off a lot. I don't know if that, <laughs> like, if that factors in. Pissed on. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Hey, but I don't pretty soon. Clubs you do that, right, so, 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 pretty soon that. there'll be, be nothing left. It's just going to be, oh, and then that, then the football X's right. and O's and no personality, and then we're all going to say it sucks, but it's what we're creating. So, so as we're going to our 90 proof, which, which is going to be prop bets, uh, if you were going into this, obviously pre-Michael Irvin, who's the media personality you think gets booted out? Is it Irvin? Is it who, – who's the guy you look at go, oh, man. I'd hope That's J.B. It. Smooth. J.B. Smooth shows up every year and annoys the living piss out of me. Mm. Um, mostly this is a good, yeah. Like, all right, but it's got to be a, like a certain level of fame because – Yeah, there, right, right. Personality, like, fame. Yeah, like my level radio guys will go there hoping to get kicked out, right? right. <laughs> for, right. The, for the not for the acknowledgement, like Barstool is is legitimately trying to get in just to get kicked out. Yeah, yeah, right. That's that's their shtick. So like, who? I guess that'd be my Portnoy would be mine. Right, like Portnoy is the guy who like, oh yeah, you get kicked out. That's not tracking. That makes sense. Well, the NFL. I mean, the NFL clearly hates him yeah, anyway. Right. So it's like been... it's set up for that. I would put Warren Sapp up there. I think too, probably Warren Sapp. Oh, yeah. I so what was it twenty in Miami? Where we were set up, it was the last one that I did for for Terrestrial Radio. We were set up next to this Australian podcast or radio station or what the hell it was. I don't know what it was, but they were nice Australian people. And he was right there. And the woman who was, like, getting them guests went and talked to him. And he said, like, horrible shit to her to the point where she came back and was like, I don't even want to repeat it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm like, I, I'm I, in Australia, like, you, you've got koala bears attacking you, like, just because you want to get your mail. And that guy upset you. Like, so yeah, Warren Sapp's definitely top of the list. As, as Scott, if, I mean, is he even media anymore? I don't know what he is. What he does. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, sure what his gig is anymore. I would, I mean, my, my guy would probably be, I would probably nominate uh, Rob Gronkowski for. Oh, that's fair. Doing he's doing something, something stupid. You know, yeah. and he's not. The great thing about him is that it would be a well meaning, stupid, oh, yeah, thing, harmless, like, harmless. Yeah. Right. But he's, yeah, he's a big goof. And I could see him doing something to get, to get, uh, lose his heart, lose his card. 
Yeah, I'm Jeff, trying to think about somebody that I uh, just I just received some NAL NAL news. Uh, that's all. Everything all right? Basically, yeah, no no news. There was something that was supposed to happen that isn't going to happen. So no news. We have we have breaking news that no news has broken. <laughs> yeah. Breaking news in the National Arena League. There's no <laughs> news in the National Arena League for the first time ever. Everything is going as planned. Uh, let me knock on wood. Uh, <laughs> is there a more bizarre ad campaign, by the way, than Rob Gronkowski? USA thing. By the way, Stu Goss from the Dan Levitard show. Oh, Dan Levitard is a good yeah, either one of those. I don't think oh. Levitard's there. I think he sends two gods. Oh, that makes a ton of sense then. Yeah, that's a good one. So sorry, USAA Gronk. Yeah, zero sense. I don't get it. I don't. Well, especially like, when you got Villanueva who played for the the Steelers and Sir. He actually. Gets, was, that's look, the whole I, premise, like, that I wish I was a USAA member too. But right. I, like, I mean, you, I mean, are you going to be obsessed with it? It seems odd. I mean, it's well, not even paid whatever they're paying him to pretend he's successful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, fair. totally. It's, it's as strange as the emu that sells insurance too, I guess. But right. I like, I just don't. You watch it and you're like, he's and he's really God bless him. He is selling the shit out of it. But right. you know. I think it's one of those where it's like, you know, they're so sick of people calling and complaining about like crap they screw up that they're just like, how can you be upset? Rob Gronkowski wishes yeah. he had us. Like you, <laughs> I don't think you appreciate Gronk. Okay, multiple Super Bowl champion. Tom Brady's boyfriend. He wishes he had this. You better, you'd be grateful. All right. Kiss the ring. Yeah. Uh, so, so b- back to props, back to our prop bets here. I did a little research. I dug into some props. Okay. Uh, and I, I got some big ones. I got some things I really feel good about. Uh, I like this. So, it's, okay. So, these are ones you're actually going to go fire up the old the, uh, apps and go play. Oh, yeah. 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 I'll be downloading. Uh, who sponsored us? That's the one I'm downloading. Uh, DraftKings. DraftKings. Yeah. yeah that's the one. Official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl, the National Football League. And Godzilla Media. And Godzilla Media. Uh, right now, a new account with the code word 518, and uh, $5 could win you $200 in free bets instantly. Fantastic. All right. So I'm going uh, kickoff gets run back, which is unlikely lately with the the uh, uh, with the, with the, the kickoff up. But it is, it is negative 165, and it is uh, – uh, it's happened, I believe, six of the last 10 years and, like, 16 of the last 20. So the, all that has to happen is the opening kickoff has to be returned. That's it. Not for a touchdown, not for anything else. Just oh. returned. Just returned. So yeah, Harrison Butker. I don't even know who the kicker for Philly is. Uh, that, that uh, What the hell is his name? Elliot. Uh, Zach Elliot. Jake Josh Elliot. Elliot. Josh Jake Elliot. Elliot. Josh Jake Elliot. Elliot. Oh, no. Yeah, I just know that because he k- kicks in the Giants every day. Uh, yeah, I don't. I try to run the Eagles if I can. Yeah, yeah kick off, get run back. So I like that. Also... is actually sponsored by a local company, uh, Novice. The oh. yeah, the clothing company. Hmm. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a novice to that. I didn't know that. Novice, novice. I don't know. I'll buy it. Uh, I'm also so Chris Stapleton doing the national anthem. Ooh. Uh, over under is two o three, two minutes three seconds. I am going over on that. Yeah, uh, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna drag that out. You think so? I yeah. think he's kind of like he still kind of seems nervous and jerky to me. I I can see him kind of like, you know, just like <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> he's done. He's out. Like, All right, everybody, have a good night. <laughs> nah, nah, I think he's gonna he's gonna belt that out. The last country singer to do the national anthem was Luke Bryan, who went over. Uh, Luke four of four of the last six country stars to do the national anthem all went over. I think Chris Stapleton goes over by a day and a half. If I could get an alternate line on this, I would take it. He's Chris go. Stapleton is also a fellow chubby, so yeah, I know. Uh, he's got a lot of air in them lungs. He's gonna That's go. Right. He's going Hendrix on this thing. The guitar is gonna oh, be yeah. prominently he's gonna, featured. Gonna hammer like, it. What's yeah, the, what was the what was the odds? 
I have minus one ten over under. Minus one ten. I also have uh, I had Chris Stapleton when he um when he hits um the O note, um plus one ten panties drop in the front row. Oh, yeah, women love that. Panties, or any... just panties, just right through the floor. Uh, through the women floor, love them. Right. Stapleton, they do. It's you know we're, we're us chubby bearded uh, good singers are uh, hard to come by. That's where we lie. I don't say. I, it. I, I, <laughs> I think he's overrated. Staples. Really? Overrated. Oh. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm over it. Ah, uh, did you give me some contrary? You give me some daddy uh, daddy don't pray anymore. I am no, it's I'm not because you know, and I don't. It's not, that I, it's not that I dislike him, but I'm not going on my way for Stapleton. I just don't. It's fine. He's great. Fine. He's a great writer. I just don't. I don't. It's he's fine. But I don't. One of, those, not, one of those pairs of pants is dropping his mind. So yeah, right. Really? <laughs> I like Stapleton, man. I do. I like him a lot. I don't dislike him, but I I would put him in the in the overrated column. Did you, uh, yeah, I I like him. I, I think he's look. Uh, is he a you know top artist for me? No, but I uh, I like him. He's good good singer. Got some good songs. Uh, he's to me he's more of like the songs I like of his I love, but the stuff I don't I don't. I guess it's probably more where I fall. Yeah, I agree. He's got some. He's got some good ones. He's got a few yeah. good ones. He's no, uh, you know, I don't know. Look, I, there's a couple Barry Manilow songs I like too, but I don't love Barry Manilow. Ooh, you know what I mean? I like his collaboration stuff too, though that he does, like where he, uh, you know, he's with um, Timberlake. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. Timberlake, it's uh, that's the thing. I think Timberlake pulls him out of his formula a little bit, to be honest with you. But uh, so go keep going with the props here. I uh, a couple long shots that piqued my interest a little bit. Uh, Kansas City's the first score is a Kansas City rushing touchdown at plus nine hundred. I think at plus nine hundred, that's not that's not a super long shot. Nothing to keep in mind here is uh, Philadelphia has only given up two touchdowns to tight ends this season, so I think Kelsey is going to be people are going to lose a lot of money on Travis Kelsey in this game, and I think the running game is going to be a little bit more prominent than uh, than some people think. Well, Pacheco has been I mean he's been good. Through the playoffs, yeah, I, I, I think in, in my notes here, I have I have he's a big game. I think he has a big game. I think Sanders and Gain will have big games. I think this is a running game, uh, which we'll get to the game picks in a minute. But I think the under is, yeah, I think fifty and a half is a huge number. So <clears throat> a couple other Philly prop bets here that I like. Um, well, not necessarily Philly, but in the game, a quarterback with a catch is plus twelve hundred. You remember the last Philadelphia Super Bowl, the Philly special. Yeah. Uh, which leads me to a quarterback touchdown catch at plus 3,000. I think both those, they're long shots, make a little money on them. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on either one of those, but. I am, I'm a big, I'm a big anytime touchdown guy. I like the anytime you touchdown. Do, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going in on Kadarius Tony. That's, that's my. Ooh, I like that. Like he is, I, I've seen him jump all over the board with it, waiting to see the injuries. He's been pulled off the board a couple times. But I think if he is on the board, he's you've seen it every week. They they have a play designed to get him into the end zone. It seems to just yeah. like he's knocked out on the one. He he doesn't quite get in something, whatever it is. But Kadarius Tony anytime touchdown is one of my absolute favorite plays uh, prop wise for this for this. They've game. also they're a little thin at receiver, so they may they may need him to be a bigger player than than uh, people may expect. Did you really? He's um he's. Plus two twenty five for an anytime touchdown. Did you see um, Juju Smith Schuster? If he plays fifty percent or more of the snaps on offense for Kansas City, and they win. He gets a million dollar bonus. Wow! To do that, he had to have over sixty catches. I guess he had seventy something, and he had to had over nine hundred yards. He had he had over nine hundred yards and over sixty catches this year. I did not realize he did any of that. Yeah, no, I didn't either. 
been it's been an oddly I think an oddly quiet year, or it feels like it has. I guess not. It hasn't been by the numbers, but um, I so uh, plus two seventy five by the way on uh, on Gatorade being yellow slash green or plus three hundred on orange Gatorade. Oh, plus fourteen hundred <laughs> on no Gatorade. Where's blue? Not on there. Nobody, nobody likes the blue, man. Blue's nobody, the best, man. Crazy. Nobody likes blue. Yeah, um, like if you're if you're the Eagles, you go with the green just to be cliche. Like if you think the Eagles are winning, you have to bet the green, right? Well, so is no no Gatorade. Does that mean water? No, there's no Gatorade. Well, I don't know. Oh, it doesn't no say what. It says no Gatorade poured. No Gatorade is dunked on the. Because there's gonna be something, but I, I can see water. I can see that being a. Yeah. I think if you go moment. Gatorade, you got to go green. You can't. I mean, that's the Gatorade has to be green. Right. If you're gonna do that, if you're gonna pour it on the coach, it's gotta be green. If it and if it's Kansas City that wins, it's barbecue sauce, right? You just dump barbecue sauce. Oh, on, man. oh Andy Reid would be living his life. Oh, he just roll it. It's just like no <laughs> angels. Be like a cartoon where the tongue just comes out and like <laughs> circles the whole body. Like a little cat just licking himself. Yeah. <laughs> um keep it in line with how I think this game's gonna go. Uh running a little bit lower scoring. I also I like uh under eight and a half scores at minus one twenty. I think that's an interesting, interesting line. I also like more punts uh, than touchdowns at minus one forty. Uh, I, I do think this is going to be a lower scoring game, so I do think we'll see some more punts. I do think we'll see less scores. So those, uh, you know, if the game goes my way, the props could be fun. If it doesn't, it's going to be uh, an expensive night, and uh, my wife won't know about it. <laughs> here's a here's a here's an interesting one right here. So Eagles defensive end Hassan Reddick. Plus three thousand to win the MVP of the game. I don't mind that. Actually, I like that. Intriguing at plus like three thousand. Yeah. I also, you know, Hertz is still dealing with that bum shoulder. If the Eagles win, you know, I like Gainwell. I like Sanders, um, AJ Brown, maybe, but I, I just don't think they're going to throw the ball as much as people expect them to. So Reddick makes a ton of sense. You know, he has a big play. He has a fumble. He has a TD recovery. Can score, yeah. I mean, I mean Mahomes, Mahomes is playing banged up too. He's got the bad ankle. I mean. That's the no. interesting thing about this game. There are two, no two teams I think that I care less about than the Eagles and the Chiefs. Which is not to say I don't really hate. I don't have anything against either of these teams. I actually just don't care. This is like the first Super Bowl I cannot find anything to root for in in a very very long time. Um, but both these quarterbacks are nicked up, so you, you know you could you could have a situation where neither one of them finishes the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this could be the. I mean, what's Chad Henney's uh, Super Bowl MVP? They're long uh, or, or Garner Minshew is he? Uh... Dude, I, love, think, I love me some Garner. You know the worst thing is I don't think you're allowed to bet MVP in New York State. I think it's really? one of those ones that they don't let you have. Why is that? What kind of rule is that? Because it's not decided like it's not decided by on the field activity. It's decided by a vote. Oh, because it's like yeah, it could be swayed or whatever. They like yeah, because New York State's got like they got to like, all right. We'll let you have the gambling, but uh, those fun things. No, Mm-mm, we ain't gonna let you do yeah. it. Can't let um, you kids get out of hand. I'm gonna tell you something. You guys are. I think you're you're missing the boat on old Patty Mahomes. Uh, over 19 and a half rushing yards, even money. I think he has that done by the first half. I think he shows. I, think, I think he's so. going to break out of that pocket and run in the first half because they're going to think he can't. Because he can't. He can. Oh, he can. I don't know. Kermit. I don't. Kermit can run. I don't know. Rainbow connection. He'll be gone. He's going to be singing Kermit songs. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. Andy Reid's just chowing down on Miss Piggy on the sideline. 
No, but actually eating her. Like, she's yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that wasn't that was a sexual innuendo. That was a, that was, that was, a, that was a throwback to the barbecue. What is? Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair. I appreciate that both of you thought I went there. But yeah, I was gonna say, damn. Not... I, mean, I hope I hope Miss Piggy consented. I mean, ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh so that, that's where I like props. Uh, before we get to the hundred proof, you guys have any other prop bets that you like or anything that jumps out to you? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's Chris Stapleton because I because Barry upset me. <laughs> I, really, I really did. I hit a nerve. How much is how much is Gaz gonna get fined for that? Oh, I don't know. I didn't play enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's doing it? Is it Rihanna? Is halftime? Rihanna? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yes. I I haven't really cared about halftime at all. I I gotta be honest. I don't know if I've cared about the Super Bowl much. Ah, uh, maybe that's the hundred proof. Let's make it happen. Want to go over right proof? It. Let's all go right. into it. Boom. So finish your thought there. Well, it's I. It could be that I don't have the outlet that I normally would have this time of year. And as you guys mentioned, this is the first time we've done a show in forever. Uh, Levac and the other guy haven't done a show since he went Tommy corporate on my ass and went to uh, went to uh, iHeart. Um, so it's like maybe it's that, but it's just legitimately today in the office. Somebody brought up the Super Bowl, and I went. Yeah, but that's a ways off. Like it's this Sunday, jackass. And I'm like, yeah. Oh crap! Like I just, it feels so uneventful. It feels like everybody's like the storyline is going to be the Kelsey brothers and blah blah blah. And this so far, the only storyline is that Michael Irvin said naughty words and got kicked out. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I have trouble sometimes like stepping back. So I, I don't have, I have no interest in this game. I was, I think if you put uh, Cincinnati in this game, I find it more compelling. Yep, Buffalo. I don't. I I can't stand Travis Kelsey personally. Um, Mahomes is girlfriend, wife, whatever. I could live without. I mean, I guess everybody loves Andy. Oh, oh. I you know I don't. And I and Philadelphia. Who I, are there? Really, people are rooting for the Eagles. I mean, I so there's really nothing in this game. Plus, to be honest with you, I still am a little bit. Just as a football fan, I'm not a Bengals fan per se. I like Burrow. I like Jamar Chase. I mean, I like that team, but they got jobbed. They got straight up jobbed in that AFC championship game. And for Goodell, by the way, to go out and do his state of the league address and say that the NFL officiating has never been better. It's only <laughs> it's only further proof that 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 wannabe gangster is just totally fucking with everybody. He is he is the worst commissioner by a mile the officiating is a disaster and the, the chiefs are in this big game in this situation because of disastrous officiating i can yeah, make I the argument he's not wrong though i mean is that the i think officiating is a disaster forever i don't i don't remember a, a, a big money game where they just read it down i yeah. said a third down over I've uh, you know what hey guys hold on guys Hey, let's just do that. Let's just run it back. Like, Kansas City one had again. the punter on the field on fourth Look, down. How about, how, about, how about a Raiders game where, where Gene Steratore, who we now are supposed to believe is like this brilliant freaking rules guy, comes out and goes, hold on, let me see if they got the first down. <laughs> no, no, I didn't get it. No. Nah. Like, it's it's been bad forever. The problem is that we all now have like 70 million pixels on our TV, and we can yeah. actually see every inch of how stupid they are. Yeah, Franco Harris isn't getting away with anything this time. Yes, um, so, so, yeah, uh, RIP. Um, here's how I go with this. Jeff, maybe you can, it will, being a Raiders fan, can see where I'm coming from. Um, so I drink. I hate roller coasters. And whenever I go on a roller coaster, I just don't want to puke, right? That's my goal. And I feel like going to the Super Bowl, I'm getting on a roller coaster, and I just don't want to puke. 
Like, I'm not looking forward to it. It's not going to be fun. I just don't want the Eagles to win. Like, I'm not looking forward to the coaster. I got to do it. The girlfriend, the wife, whoever wants to go on it, I'm going to do it fine. I just want to not puke. <laughs> so my goal here is I just don't want the Eagles to win. Like, I, I don't really care about the game. I don't really care about most of it. Uh, but I just I just don't want the Eagles to win. Maybe you feel something about Kansas City. I'm not sure if that's where you're at. Uh, to, tell you, to tell you what a pile of steaming crap the Eagles are, I would prefer that the Chiefs win this game. Yeah, that's wild. As that's, a Raiders fan. Yeah. Like I would, I, there's something about Patrick Mahomes I like. Like I, I want to hate Patrick Mahomes. I really do because he's the Chiefs. Maybe it's because the Raiders aren't that good right now. Where it's like, well, it's not like the Chiefs are holding us back. Like talent on our sideline as a Raiders fan is holding us back. But like the Nick Sirianni is such an arrogant prick. Yeah. To have a team bought for him and act like, like coaches who have a team bought for them and act like they're the greatest coach in the world. Like, dude, you did good. A little more Steve Kerr, a little more humble, yeah. a little more of that, a little less. Well, Ju- Julian Love came out and said that and got a ton of heat for it. Right. Well, of course, because you're not allowed to. Because again, he said it publicly. Nobody cares what I say. So, <laughs> I, 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 I'm actually I'm getting into it now that I'm thinking about it. But it's also because like I've got six squares. One's a minute square. Oh yeah. And a minute square before. I'm very excited. I feel like I've hit the level of degenerate gambler that I've always mm-hmm. dreamt of. Um. You know, this is, this is your Super Bowl now, but <laughs> right. yeah. I get zero zero. I'm just gonna sit there and be like defense the yeah. whole game. That's all I want, and in a tie for all I care. But yeah, no, I, I, I hate the Eagles. I'm 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 getting into it because I don't want to see the Eagles win. Yeah, that's where I'm at, which is like sucks. Because I agree with you. If Cincinnati's in it. I care more. Obviously, the Giants made it. I yeah, care look, more. I would have been like, interested to see the Brock Purdy, Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, Trey Lance, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, that's I, I agree. McCaffrey after the trade. Yeah, I love Debo Samuel. Like, the, you know, so I cared about that or the bang. I could have got behind. I'd have I'd be behind one of those things happening. But now it's I don't know. I like look, I think Jalen Hurts is like the most likable guy in the game. I mean, yeah. I, I'm a Jalen. I think he's great. I just like him for no reason. I know that like he's a good dude, and when he talks, I hear Nick Saban, which is like what you'd want to hear from your quarterback, not from <laughs> anyone else. Right. right. Like, for some reason, irrationally, I just don't like Jalen Hurts right now. I think it's the Eagles. It's I the think Eagles. That's how. I, yeah. Coming coming into the draft, I was that draft that he was taken in. I was super excited. About it. I was like, why is this guy not rated higher on the boards? Like he did well at Bama, did well at Oklahoma. He's got the size. He's got the legs. Um, but he went to Philadelphia, and I was like, "Well, there goes that guy." <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 you know, the... actually you know who I'm rooting for. I I love Chris Jones. I love Chris Jones. Well, why since, do you love Chris Jones? Ever since his tongue <laughs> fell out, his hammer in the, in the forty in the dash, the fifty yard dash. When he ran the forty, I was just like, "Dude, anybody?" And he laughed about it. Now, mind you, it's easy to laugh about it. Tucked like, it back into his sock. Yeah, right, exactly. right. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like he's just like that. There's a chance that he's going to change Jalen Hurts down and hit him with that. You know, like that could happen. Like, he, <laughs> give him the Deacon Jones, but instead of his arm being wrapped, it's just it's, it's, yeah, it's just like, just, his, just his Louisville Slugger. It's, you just hear like a like an elephant Trump noise. <laughs> and it just hits him and it's over. You think he needs a separate pad for that? And he just has like a like a quad pad on his on his dong. I think it has its own locker. What are you talking about? That thing is insane. Good for him. Instead of a cup, he just has a pitcher in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's a quarter keg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I don't want to talk about Chris Jones' penis. Can you guys stop? <laughs> yeah. Unless, unless we're going to talk about Roger Goodell's micro penis, I'm not really interested in penis oh. talk. So, 
I, I mean, there's definitely something to it. You think uh, Goodell will be, you know, have his M&M, so go to his basement and hide there instead of being at the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's nobody, nobody's more. Well, he, did, he doesn't want to be in Philly if the Eagles, he doesn't want to be anywhere near if the Eagles lose. He doesn't want right. to be in, in Arizona. Oh. Those Philly fans will eat him up. I'm just looking at Super Bowl halftime. By the way, I, I have no recollection of Madonna doing the halftime uh, in, in Indy. In 2012, I, I just don't remember. Madonna did a halftime show. This is like uh, this is like the Mandela effect. I don't that happened. Madonna did a Super Bowl halftime show. To be fair, there, there's like three Super Bowl halftime shows I remember. Like I remember U2, I remember Prince, and I remember Janet Jackson's tit. And that's that's about as far as I Prince know, by show. far. Prince was the Prince is the the king of Super Bowl halftime show. That Super Bowl halftime show. Was I, speaking of hammers, I think I I think I remember quite a bit of like I remember Katy Perry because I was there. Oh, Katy Perry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she came out of the giant lion. That was cool. Is she who's the one who went up? Uh, was it Lady Gaga that went up? Yeah, like, on, the, on the roof or something. Yeah, that was. See, cool. That's why I feel. I, I remember Tom Petty because I was there. That's the, right. the one that really sticks out oh, to fuck, me. But... Fuck you guys. Was it Britney Spears who did it? Where everyone came out like Aerosmith, and I think. Oh was... yeah, yeah. Was that in Tampa? I don't. Well, so, where. so actually, you know, it was Tampa. That's very good. Tampa. I got oh. the list, so I don't remember oh. this. But so it was Aerosmith, NSYNC, Britney Spears, Mary J. Blige, and Nelly. Oh yeah. But you talk. I mean, some of these halftime well, shows. Five people who've never been in my kitchen. So Madonna, check this out. Madonna, because Wikipedia, which is a source for all Ooh. information, gives you the headliner and then all the supporting people who showed up to get paid so madonna this is literally the halftime show madonna with lmfao cirque du soleil Nicki minaj mia CeeLo green andy lewis the avon high school drum line the center grove high school drum line. what what people where the fuck did lmfao come from what's going 20, on it was 2012 man what happened it was, in it was party rock it was a weird time it's a weird party rock have you guys seen the gif of um from the movie mass with Cher and like rocky dennis and somebody put underneath it, Cher and Madonna going on tour in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That was one of those I laughed, and I instantly felt terrible about laughing. I mean, it's <laughs> the thing is, though, she did that to herself. Yes. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. like that was a goal. Uh, or maybe right. not the goal, but but it was self-inflicted right. at a minimum. Listen, we, like, I mean, that I is... I'm going to animate villain. I really want... Who was... Last year in L.A., was it, it was Snoop... Uh, ja Rule, did he come out? Who came out Dr. last year? Trey, Eminem. Trey, oh, yeah. Last, yeah, last year was great. And it uh, was so cents. like two weeks yeah. in it. <laughs> two weeks in a row because NASCAR did the clash with Ice Cube. Ice Cube headlined the NASCAR clash, which was awesome. And then the next week at the Super Bowl was Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and was, Kendrick Lamar. We're in a world where NASCAR has Ice Cube doing the show. Mm-hmm. Dude, NASCAR, NASCAR. If, if you, if you last tell... weekend. Tell, tell 1991 Ice Cube that in 30 years he'll you be, doing, be doing the NASCAR show. show. He'd be thinking he'd be hanging in pit, bro. Last but, weekend, NASCAR had Cypress Hill and Wiz Khalifa headline. The, I the love these Wiz. Can we, can, we all, can we all just call this what it is? This is an overcorrection for the, the slip knot that was hung in Bubba Wallace's. Garage. Yeah, that's a good point. Because you know these drivers are not like, they're all like, this is so cool. What the hell's going on? <laughs> You definitely got it's interesting to listen to fans because the thing about this event is it's in LA and you're trying to expand everything. It drives me to, but you got a lot of NASCAR fans can't 
believe that out of 38 events, only 37 would feature country music or classic rock. Like they can't believe it. But there's <laughs> yeah. one, there's one event that is not going to have Leonard Skinner at it. So Leonard Skinner's upset about that. That's one less paycheck. How about the weekend? Remember the weekend doing the Super Bowl? Oh, oh, that was awful. Yes, not I good. That. Weird. That was a it was, weird. It was really weird. It was. He's got a movie out now. Him and somebody it was like some weird. I hope it's with that, that peel dude because that's about the only way I'm no. Watching. It's it's some chick where she's like a. It's weird. I saw a preview for it and I was like, "Is that the weekend?" It's like brought to you by the mind of blah blah blah, aka the weekend. I'm like, next, yeah. By the way, it's a great Super Bowl, underrated Super Bowl halftime show was uh, 2020 right before COVID. Shakira and J Lo. Oh, yeah. How yeah. oh, those hits I heard don't was lie. a little bit of a cat fight over that one too. I heard like J Lo was and they didn't get along quite well. Really? Oh, give me Shakira. Shakira would tear J Lo apart. I think. I think J Lo is a little. Shakira's in tax problems right now. She's not tearing anybody apart. Her tax bills was actually yeah, she has serious about. tax issues. Yeah. She wrote a song about like her ex who allegedly screwed up her thing. Like she was supposed to live in one place for a certain period of time and another for another. So. It's got screwed up, and now she owes like one of the government's insane amounts of tax money. It's fine. Yeah. She, she, she can find ways to pay for it. Uh, also, did you hear the OnlyFans Shakira is coming out? So that, <laughs> those tax debt, tax debts are going away quick. <laughs> those hips don't lie. I'll tell yeah. you that right Jesus. now. Uh, OnlyFans, uh, OnlyFans tax relief. That's, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm right. trying to think. Like, like I, I remember. <laughs> I'm being perfectly honest with you. I don't think I've ever. I only cared about halftime shows. When my mother was alive, or I was married, or I was there. Mm. The, every other time, it's like all these halftime, even last year's halftime show, where I was like, these are all artists I love. I was just like, eh. yeah. Go back to the football, please. I, I thought it was cool. I, I, last, year was, last year was good. I actually forgot about it on my list, but I, I, good. Uh, so, what, where are we picking here outside of the halftime shows? Uh, oh, there's a game, I guess. This, the game actually get, feels like an inconvenience at this point. Do I, get to must, the meat of it. must I concern? Can I just watch the commercials? Must I con- concern <laughs> myself? Commercials have taken a serious stop, a, a step back. Too. Huge drop. Huge. Speaking of drop, the best, the best commercial ever. Nissan, the birds trying to crap on the car, and they're like chasing it, doing strafing runs, taking out like like per, uh, like picnics, like the bird poop, like takes out like the punch bowl. You ever, you gotta look it up. Nissan, uh, like bird bombing run or something like that. It was a Super Bowl commercial. I think it was. It might have been the '90s. It was my favorite commercial. It was. It was destructive and awesome. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the I'm write it down. I'm actually gonna look that up after. Yeah, uh, take a note. The, that E Trade baby was pretty good for a few years. That, that amused me. Yeah, that was uh, a good one. I like the Budweiser frogs. I'm a I'm a frog. Guy. Yeah, like yeah. Frogs. Or the old what's that? I like that one too. I don't know what's uh, up with Budweiser and Chevrolet trying to make me cry every year now. Like everyone's like, oh, the dogs and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then the Chevy's like, here, Dad, I rebuilt your car that you lost in Vietnam while saving us from the Martians. Like it's always. Is it the commercial that gets you? The fact that you'll never rebuild a car for your dad? I mean, I can rebuild it for him. He's not going to drive it. He's got to bury it next to him. I That's feel a- like. That Ram, the Ram commercial was a good. Let's <laughs> not go into Jeff's dad, dad, dead dad notes. <laughs> Rose, bourbons, and dead dads. I'm, I'm low. I'm very low. My tumbler is low. Oh, my. You need a drink over, over there. Oh. Uh, anyway, but get the game. The game. Let's get to the game here. So, oh. 50 and a half. I'm pounding the under. Me. Uh, yeah, uh, give me the under. 
And I, I like I just can't pick Philadelphia. So I'm going Kansas City, but my money is going to be light on Kansas City. I think it's really a coin flip. I just I think it's going to go under. I see this being like 23-17, uh, somewhere in that range. So that's that that's my pick. Go KC in the under. I'm also going KC in the under. However, I'm a pussy. So what I'm going to do is a two team tease. Um, I'm going to do KC, which I'll tease up to seven and a half, and the under which I'll tease up to 56 and a half and it'll be minus 120. So combined as a parlay. Yep. That's up. That's good. So minus 120 gives me gives me plenty of room. I'll probably I'll probably put you know a hundred hundred beans, a hundred arbitrary units. Clams. Yeah clams. Clams. Whatever. Whatever whatever a normal Speaking unit of Shakira. Is, I'll probably put three times that unit on that because I feel very safe with that bet. It's a good bet. Bear what do you what do you like? What's your what's your game prediction? Uh, I'm, you know, I, uh, I take the under cause I think neither one of these quarterbacks are healthy and that's where both these offenses start. But I, I just think Mahomes, I think Mahomes being limited is a bigger issue. Uh, I, I think the Eagles will squeak this game out. I think the Eagles had just in a little bit better position. Um, none of this gives me any, any pleasure to be honest with you. I, I, I have, so little interest in the Super Bowl that it actually concerns me. I feel like I should call. You're like when you when you when you cross a bridge, like you walk across the Brooklyn Bridge, and there's a number like in trouble. Call the Samaritans. I want to call the Samaritans right now and be like, guys, I just don't care about the Super Bowl. I don't care. I'm not interested at all. I'm gonna I'm gonna gorge myself on the food and watch the commercials and probably laugh. Hey, whatever. But I just don't care. I got nothing. What do you think for the it. hotline? Like, what do you think happens when you call that? Like I assume the, that, that like you get an answering machine. That's actually whatever right. Michael Irvin said to that chick in the in the hotel lobby. It's just instantly like how how sweet of you to think I have to assume what happens when you call that number. <laughs> I meant for football. I didn't mean for that. Listen, we already know how dark you are. That's not, that's not, I meant for the actual Super Bowl. Like ah, oh oh one eight hundred uh one eight hundred NFL apathy. I don't. Like, that's got to be you talk about hell. Would you imagine being a person like your job is just pick up the phone. And some random guy is about to jump off a bridge, and you're you don't know anything about them. You have no idea. You got to launch into this cold and stop them. Like that's a crazy. That is a crazy ass job. Yeah. You have so much to live what, for. Whatever you do, don't yell cannonball. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I can't wait till the show gets canceled. Let's for six months off the air. We come back for once and just for bam, one, one swing, bam. I'm just like I'm just, I have a. Uh... Barry, I've started to compile a list of jobs that your brother's not qualified for. I forgot to put uh, suicide counselor. I forgot forgot to put counselor of any kind on the list. Sorry. I'll tell you what. I'm so convinced that the the over 19 and a half rushing yards is going to hit. I'll make a wager with the two of you. What do you want to bet? Like I'm. I feel like I feel good. I feel like I think I think Mahomes is going to try to prove it. Mm. Because remember, Mm. like last time he was in the Super Bowl, he had no offensive line and he could not walk. Now he's moving a little bit. He's got his offensive line is pretty much intact, as as much as anybody's is at this point in the season. I think you're gonna see old uh, old old Patty McHomeboys take off. He's gonna early. He's gonna twenty yards in the first half. No, wow, no, no way. He'll get twenty uh, yards. I think he'll get twenty yards in the game, but you know, it's over nineteen and a half. Yeah, I I, so. but Tom Brady would end up with 20 would fall for 20 rushing like 20 rushing is a very low benchmark right i mean Patrick uh, well, Mahomes, well it, it, it is in the nfl because they don't they don't take sack yards off it no they they 
well, the um, what hurt me with him, I had his rushing yards back when they beat San Fran, and he had them, but then he knelt three times. Oh yeah, yeah, because he wasn't sacked. Oh, that's a killer. Right. Right, yeah, yeah, and I lost. I ended up losing it by a yard and a half. Ah, oh. and it was the only <laughs> prop that I missed the entire. It was the, I, like I crushed that it. is savage. Oh. Yeah, I was so mad because if I didn't hit, I would have. I would have. I would have made quite a bit of of, of uh, cha-ching. But, Tell you uh, what, throw, throw a bottle of bourbon on it, Jeff. That is All a right. bad beat. Throw a bottle of bullet. Bottle of bullet says bottle I bullet. say over nineteen and a half. You say I'll under nineteen. Under, yeah, yeah. A little bros right. bourbon action. I'm in. All right. This like is for it. the this is for the game. For, for the, the game, game. nineteen and a half. But I, I'll, yeah. I'm in. I'll, All right, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll take. I'll take the under as well. All I'm right. not sure. Oh, so two, two bottles of bourbon going your way if that goes over. Can't wait. Can't wait. I will. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll pour them up next time we all get together. We'll have to do a bros and bourbon in person. Oh, I like that. We should. We should do it somewhere. We should host it somewhere. Where? I think if there's. I mean, there's. Have you guys ever heard of? Uh, there's this place. It's like they serve wings. It's like it's. Oh, Buffalo Bill. Wild Wings. Big fan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was just... <laughs> I was... You can't cut me if I cut me first. Rusty Nail? Have you ever heard of the Rusty Nail? Uh... <laughs> yeah. What do you think I was doing when I called that number? Um... Um, so, Actually, um... I, I, would love, I would love to have some Hooters wings delivered to the house on Sunday. Is that something that uh, you could make happen for me? I mean, come on. I How's can't guarantee work? who's going to deliver them. But I can... You got a Grubhub it, or is that how you got a door dash or one of those things? I never have done that, but... I've done it. I've never done it. I haven't done it for Hoots because I like I like the ambiance at Hoots. I'm like the one. I'm the literally the like you know the person like I get Playboy for the articles. Like I'm the one mm-hmm. person who walks into Hooters and is like, out of the way, bitches. Where's Dan? Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all like, what about us? Ah, F you. Yeah, I want to talk to the big bearded guy. Yeah, except and then Ashley's there and I'm like, but Dan can wait. <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had a list. I got to check my list. I had a like I've been to Hooters in like thirteen states or fourteen states or something like that. Like I've really crossed some off the uh, off the list. But Hooters, I'll say this for Hooters: consistent experience, generally yeah. super consistent experience. That's it's fair. impressive. That's fair. I um I, I one of my favorite things was I would tell Dan I was going to go do recon wherever the Super Bowl was, and then mm-hmm. Dan would give me a gift card. To go to Hooters, so like like Minnesota Hooters, different, different, my friend. There's like Viking bitches working in that place. It's for real, it's real. It's good times. It's like my, fem- uh, the, all the fembots who no longer are on the uh, repeats of Austin Powers movies now all <laughs> the Hooters in, in small America. <laughs> the Hooters in Anaheim, California. That's that's one of my favorites. Right I haven't there. been there. I need that's that. That's a good one. That's a good um, one. In I went to the one in Tampa recently. No, oh, that's a good one. With my that's nephew really and his one. wife, and my nephew and his and his wife's like, "Go ahead, look." And my nephew's like, "No, I won't look over there. Look at that one. <laughs> <laughs> we got scouted out for him, you know." Right. Yeah. And... It's like it's like Zachary, don't look there. Yeah. Whatever you do, and there and there. <laughs> by the way, one one little piece of breaking news. By the way, breaking Super Bowl news. Oh. Joe Biden. Not going to do an interview in the pregame show. First time since 2009, a president has declined to do. That's not a, a good sign, right? I don't. I, it doesn't seem good. Um, well, I think his his wife's probably been busy making out with somebody else, so he may. <laughs> well, uh, well, it's all the more reason to go do a Super Bowl interview. <laughs> well, I think he might be a cold. Uh, oh, so just like a cold there. Yeah. Not in the situation. Oh, say Keeping oh. three eyes in the situation. Okay. I don't. I don't know how we got there, but 
I really Hey, if God, if God's titles us, I want him to go, I want him to title it Joe Biden's a cuckold. <laughs> okay. Or or three eyes in the corner. <laughs> I I gotta be honest with you. Not a big fan of him. I feel like we've disrespected the office of the president right now, and I don't like it. I feel weird. I, don't, I just don't know how we got here. I don't I'm not understand. Possible. I'm not Is sure that your brother? He's yeah. like a hundred. He's a hundred years old. I don't think he doesn't have a third eye for anything. Uh, oh, pops will stick under it. It'll stay right up. I mean, my fat ass is all pumped full of steroids for back pain. I can only imagine what the president gets. Yeah, <laughs> he gets ice cream when he gives his speech right. Dude, listen, you guys leave him alone because if anything happens to him, we all know what happens. To him. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Keep prop, keep propping him up. Yeah, right. We can have Bernie's <laughs> yeah. ass for a couple more for right where I was going. Another year, and then we'll be all and everything's fine. Yeah. Um, um. So, what, so our top five today. We're doing top five Super Bowl memories. Is that is that okay. where we're gonna go with this? Oh, yeah. gonna do? I'm gonna be. Yeah. I'm gonna be off the cuff, just so we're clear. I'm gonna be. Yeah, I think, I think we all kind of are here, based on how the show's gone. I think this is all off the cuff. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with no particular on order the here. unemployment line is what this is <laughs> not off the cuff on the unemployment line. Um, so I'm going to go five random. This isn't a particular order for me. I'm not going to go hey, five. By the way, Barry, one. just remember you're an impressional student at this point. It's not. This is not. You know, you're just you were just along for the ride. You're just, I'm just yeah. doing this to pay my way through college. There yeah. you go. Only I've heard that. Uh, <laughs> isn't that your entire wait staff on a Tuesday? Yeah, you gaz me. I know. <laughs> wow. if, I, if I verbally crap on someone on a microphone, I, I just assume it's God. <laughs> I genuinely hope he listens to this. Man. By the way, congrats, congrats, guys, Wes. Yeah, yeah. Wes, I guess, uh, we should we should open the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if he's still listening, then he You're deserves crazy. I, also, I don't know if uh, whatever, but nine pounds, nine ounces, and twenty inches. Yeah, that kid's a tank. That's actually also Chris Jones's penis size. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> Do you see that kid's bicep? One of those pictures. Kids, he's six six minutes old, and that kid's pumping I, iron. I was too busy trying to keep you from throwing me under the bus, you prick. Uh, no, I just, right away, first chance I had. <laughs> first chance. I forgot. Like I forgot today was the day that like everything was supposed to happen. So like I'm giving guys crap in a group text with Dan and I early this morning. And I go, oh, I'm gonna feel bad if he's there. And God, Dan's like, he he is. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't think that's true. And he says, like, screenshots. Like, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm with you. What the hell? What are you doing? Nah, nah, nah. nah he, wow. he's, he's, got, he's got a radio network. I got to, uh, I want to continue to do bros and bourbon. So I got to, I got to be honest with you. He's working for Fox Sports in the capital region. The people who speak through the drive through speaker at Burger King on Route 9 have a bigger audience. Okay. <laughs> so don't worry. Everything's Ooh. fine. Cold. Until like oh. until they until they finally buckle and give me what I want, and then yeah. they'll have a real yeah, and then they'll have a real audience. Yeah, so now I'll bring I will, if you pay me, they will come. Yeah. Oh, God. Also, the tagline of my only fans. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> too easy. Um, I two ball moments of Dan's only fans. <laughs> too easy. Uh, it features nothing but Joe Biden cuff <laughs> animations. So, <laughs> which, by the way, actually, somebody somebody patented that. I'm gonna I'm starting a Joe Biden uh, animated cartoon cuckold series, and I'm putting it on OnlyFans. Hey, I'm looking I'm looking forward to the to the at Biden is a cuck handle on Twitter next. That'll be the... <laughs> maybe I'll change out uh, that guy who runs the cuck account. Yeah, he's he, he, What's the like? like what, hold on, let me. Let me pull it. Let me do a little men in black for you guys real quick. <laughs> All right. Everybody forgot what they just heard. Perfect. 
Ah, oh, Christ. Uh, so top five Super Bowl <laughs> memories. This is this is rough. Uh, I'm going to lead off uh, just to sting Barry with the David Tyree helmet catch. Uh, I love that catch, though. Ooh. Amazing. Amazing catch. Uh, so that's that's my – I'll call it number five, uh, one of my favorites. Arguably one of the biggest moments in Super Bowl history, but that's one of my favorites. That's great. I mean, it, there's no question that it is an incredible play. Rodney Harrison, who's one of the one of the best physical players ever play the game, makes a great play, and it just somehow Tyree makes that play. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a crazy play, and it, sh- it shifts NFL hit. Mean, Patriots win that game. Oh, 18 and 0. Yeah, perfect season. Yeah. I mean, it, cha- it changes the dynamic of a lot of things. That's like seismic moment. And I was there, by the way. It's like well, I went to the Super Bowl and a funeral broke out. So. I I like that play too because that was in the midst of when the Raiders were just getting just bent over by the Pats, like the Tuck rule, the Seymour trade, the oh yeah Moss trade, the and yeah, the, that was the year after the Moss trade, right? Those first, first yeah, well, and the Seymour trade I still like a little bit because he did as a Raider, I, yeah, open hand freaking put Ben Roethlisberger on his ass like just palm of the face. It's usually the way around. That's usually what he does. Right. Well, that's back of the head. Yeah, only in the bathroom. Only in the approach, stall. Or at the stall the door has to be closed. Right. So they, so that that's that's up there for me as well. But you know, Barry, why don't you, you go ahead, man? I'm, I'm just a guest. I'm just here. My so I, I kinda I tried to sketch this out a little bit in order. I tried to put these in order. Uh but I, for me, Scott Norwood as a kid growing up in a giant's house, Norwood missing that kick. Wide right was a that was a, one of the first like profound sports moments that I can remember where you like the whole world you hear the whole world suck its breath in and the kick is up and it's wide right like crazy crazy football game and a crazy end to a game and that was one of the times when I was like oh my god I'm never gonna take my eyes off sports again because that was crazy that that was like man I I remember that was. <laughs> I thought the Bills were going to win every one of those four Super Bowls. I was a kid, and, and my mom and I would bet one dollar on every Super Bowl. And I was just like, every I, my, I gave my mom four dollars. Like that's that's what I was like every because she let me pick, and it was like, legitimately, we got to the point where she's like, "Well, I'm going to stop. I'm not going to. I don't care. You pick whatever you want. They're going to lose." And <laughs> like I gave her dollars and all, and that was the one where I'm sitting and I'm just about to take the two dollars off the television, and it happens, and I'm just like. Yeah, that was that wide right. Damn. That's yeah, another animal. That was a moment right there. I actually, you, you brought back what I always loved, and it was the same game. And when I was a kid, if I swore, I got a mouthful of horseradish. That was what that was the punishment. That seemed terrible. Really. OJ Anderson gave me a mouthful of horseradish when he threw that uppercut. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I literally jumped out of my seat and went, oh, shit! And, and my mom looked at me and I was like, I'll go get it. Can I get that with an onion ring or something? It didn't sound that bad. Well, that's a, it, like, like, the joke was on her because as like I got older, like I'm drinking bottles of Tabasco sauce like they're nothing. And she's like, I don't know how you can eat that stuff. I'm like, um, say what you really want to say. Yeah, you I don't print know me for this. Shit. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Hey, Dr. Frankenstein, you made this monster. Um, but the O.J. Anderson uppercut, and I got to meet him at Wolf 111 when I was hosting an event, and I told him that same story, and he started laughing, and he 
bought me a drink. In other words, he took one of the drinks somebody else bought him and handed it to me. <laughs> like, the ice is all melted in it and shit. He's like, this, I want to give you a drink. And I was like, fuck, yeah, let's go. And like, so I don't know. It probably was a cigarette button and everything, but I drank it. A couple of chicken bones drink. in it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. It's it's stew. But yeah, the OJ Anderson up, uppercut. That was that was one of my favorites. Uh, so I'm, I'm, next, I'm going uh, a little outside the box here. Um, the Super Bowl that wasn't, because for me, the 2008 Super Bowl was painful. Because if Plaxico Burris doesn't shoot himself in the thigh in November of 2008, the the New York Giants are going back to back, baby. And, and I, that team was poised; they were good. If that doesn't happen, it's a different season. That Super Bowl was painful to watch for that reason. So, so that Super Bowl was the pain of knowing we should have been there in Plax's stupidity is the reason we weren't, is, is a memory for me. It's, uh, yeah. It just depressed the hell out of all of us. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That was easy. Wow. I'll tell you what. I'm going to tell you, with mine, Barry, after you go, I'm going to fire back at that. That's what I'm going to do. I'm good. Give me John Elway. That the moment John Elway crosses the goal line, helicopter gets hit. The helicopter. Yeah. You were like, "That's a real <laughs> great guy moment right yeah. there." You know, that is like for me cemented John Elway as a great quarterback, but but a like a badass guy who's yeah, yeah. really John real Dutton, guy. baby. John Dutton putting it on the line. <laughs> That's a real guy. That was a man real guy moment. Yeah, I hate the Broncos. With a steaming hot passion, I hate the Broncos, but that was freaking amazing. That was a moment right there. And you got to remember too, like, like we all have biceps. John Elway had a unicep. <laughs> like his bicep, the the one of the heads like cut loose, and he still had one of the strongest arms in the NFL with one head on his bicep. He had a unicep arm, and he yeah, was helicoptering into the freaking end zone. That was he's Tough. a man. He's, he's a stuck. man's man, and he had horse teeth. It was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, so he was on Yellowstone, but not Dutton. Gotcha. No, he looked just like the mascot for the Broncos. It was crazy. By the way, Broncos Stadium, Mile High, the largest collection of goose shit you've ever seen in your life. Like, it's everywhere. You cannot walk in a Mile High without trampling goose shit. It's oh, everywhere. Shit. It's no. yeah, literally lots of shit. Um, the only time I've been in Mile High was when Barack Obama gave his acceptance speech in 2008. And there wasn't any goose shit, but there was a lot of horse shit. So I know. <laughs> we went, I went um, the year that Carr broke his leg. And, and I was at Hooters when he broke his leg. And um, my former radio partner, Armin Williams, hooked us up with tickets. Big Al Williams, the defensive lineman for the Broncos, bought us tickets on the 25 yard line, 20 yard line, sorry. And because he didn't think my goofy ass would sit outside in the cold, I did. And Raiders got stomped, but all that made me feel better was the fact that the Broncos stadium is so terrible that even gooses know it's their bathroom. That's <laughs> that's the geese are aware that's where you poop. Like they're like like little baby geese are sitting there going, I don't know if I'm a duckling, I don't know what I am, but I know I shit there. Um <clears throat> so since we're doing the like um Super Bowls that weren't. Um, immaculate reception, tuck rule, sold our coach to the fucking Buccaneers. Don't you dare bring that sad, oh, my wide receiver shot himself on the side crap <laughs> to a Raiders fan. There are names for all the things that we have been robbed over. The tuck rule is still the most ridiculous thing in the world. When Woodson and Brady got together and talked through it 
And even even Brady finally looked at us and went, "Oh yeah, totally, totally was a fumble." I just I wanted to climb into my. That was a great special. It was, was really, awesome. Really was like thank God he wasn't a Patriot anymore when that happened. But like I, I, you can't you can't talk about the Super Bowl that wasn't to a Raiders fan. Like it's like the league has. So what's your one? What's your memory? What's the one where you felt like was it was it Pats in 01? Pats 01 is 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 huge for me because I honestly believe that would have started the Raiders dynasty. We would have won two, at least two. However, the one is selling Gruden to the Bucks. Because Callahan comes in, Callahan, whatever the fuck, I don't know what his fucking name is. I hate Bill. Bill Callahan comes in, doesn't change the play calls, doesn't change the play calls, goes up against his former boss in the Super Bowl. Barrett Robbins, all pro center, goes full blown shithouse crazy, gets found in the corner of a bar in Mexico before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Every fantasy football team I had for three years was named the Bipolar Barretts. Oh. I'm sorry. I, I earned that right. You don't change the place. Gruden dresses as Gannon in practice. Tells like like Derek Brooks and everybody were like, he knew exactly what every play was. They said it. We just went and did it. It was that one hurts the most because you would think you would just think that you would go, hey, uh, the code word for this one was razor. We're gonna turn it into you know reads or any like change it a little. Or see that they're doing it during the game and then say, oh, my God, they know our plays. Hey, Rich Gannon, instead of calling it this, start calling it that. Right. But they didn't. They didn't. And we got we got completely slammed. I was married at the time, which is also a terrible thing. And Woodson made that interception. And I told I looked at I looked at my wife at the time and I said, if they don't score a touchdown, this game is over. Raiders kick a field goal. I turned the TV off and tried to leave. He didn't really didn't finish the game. I came back because she was like, "You got to watch the game. Your teammate, you got to watch the game." I said, like, "They're gonna lose. They're yeah. gonna lose ugly." Like if, like the fact that they couldn't score a touchdown was just a sign that they just weren't adapting, and uh, and yeah, so should have divorced her that day. Um, <laughs> but you know, hey, it happened eventually. So oh. don't 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 bring don't bring your. Oh, right. I wish I had another Super Bowl to me. All right, all right, I'll go I'll, I'll go a different direction here. Then uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Desmond Howard. And that that kickoff return MVP award. I mean, that was uh, an electrifying moment in sports history to me. Electrifying moment in the biggest biggest stage of them all. He comes up with that massive play. Uh, to me, that was next level, uh, huge memory. I love. Let's see, I'm a Michigan fan. Love Desmond Howard. Love him. Um, that that was one of those signs that you hear people talk about now because of the Ravens and everything else, where it's like. You know what? It's not just offense, defense. Special teams matter. Yeah, yeah. John Harbaugh made a career out of it. True. Desmond and Desmond Howard's still a stud. Love Desmond Howard right now. Yeah. Love yeah. that dude. Uh, I I'm gonna go. So I'll tie. Let me tie all this together. My next memory involves a Michigan alum and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that's Tom Brady winning his seventh Super Bowl cementing his legacy as the single greatest player ever set foot on a football field in his forties wins his seventh ring. And was, and, and with Gronkowski also enjoyed it because it was sort of coming, you know, start those like the beginning, like we were all little gophers in this effed up world, poking our head out of COVID and the Super Bowl felt like a taste of something normal. 
but you know that seventh Super Bowl for my binky, my <laughs> my crush, Tom Brady, loved it. Drew Henson's backup. Loved it. And I look and, and I'm a Belichick. I love Belichick and I love Bob Kraft. I love Patriots. I'm a Patriots fan. But Brady going out on his own and and saying, gonna do it my way and go to Tampa in in his forties to go out there with another organization and take them to a Super Bowl was incredible. Yeah, I mean that's seven Super Bowl. Uh, look, I agree. I think that that put Brady on the next plane, right? Like like so so with Brady now retired. One quarterback has two Super Bowl rings, and it's Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Like that's that's the difference. He played in what, like like thirteen percent of all Super Bowls ever he played in. He won like like ten percent of them or something, or seven percent. It's crazy what you know, that guy did. Do you do you know that like the Arizona Super Bowl that I got to go to? Malcolm Butler intercepts the ball, game over. I'm downstairs. Nobody's talking to Garoppolo. I walk up to Garoppolo and I go, "How's it feel to have as many touch, has many Super Bowl rings as Peyton Manning?" <laughs> and you see, like it click in his head, like, "I do, I do." I really, I really do. Uh, but that's crazy. Right? Seven with him, and then obviously that could change with Mahomes this weekend. Garoppolo has two, so that's. I mean, think about the guys who've who've come through the last 20, 30 years. What he did it seven times. That's well, crazy. Like you look at what you know, who is out of the league now from that sort of you know, right? Manning, Rivers, That's, Breeze, yeah, changing the guard, right. right? And and you know, I mean, Aaron Rodgers probably well, Eli last. has more than all those guys. So it's just That's, uh, well, he's got his he has as many as Manning, right? Well, he has oh, right. he won, he, he's yeah, the yeah, other yeah, Manning, yeah, yeah. He, he, he won that uh, that Broncos one that he bought, but yeah, the, yes, but then again, like so, uh, so a uh, quarterback coach that shall remain nameless told me what a head case Brock Osweiler was and said that if if they had to play Brock in that Super Bowl, they wouldn't have won. Really? As as the defense was. They needed Peyton's Peyton is, he was willing to swallow his ego and just do what needed to be done to just win. Just manage that football game. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. And to have a guy that great say, you know what? This ain't, this ain't my Super Bowl. This is Von Miller's Super Bowl. He needed that. Yeah, but he's got three and a half times more than that guy. That's it's just well, crazy. It's unbelievable. Right. Well, and and yeah, true, absolutely. But like, if not for him, how many is Peyton have? <laughs> valid question. The valid, right? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's a great era of right. Those two guys are Marino and Elway are. You know, and it, it, the collection of rings amongst Marino and Elway is nothing compared to Manning and Brady. But and my ads have more rings than either Manning brother, by the way. I have three. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> and I'd rather watch you talk about Monday Night Football on your couch. So, well, <laughs> I don't. I don't, Gee, you think? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't get the Peyton and Eli thing. I just don't get it. I but. I like it when I don't care who's in the game. Yeah, hundred percent. You can't watch the game and watch that. It doesn't work. Right. Yeah. Um, Where are you going, Jeff? I'm going. I'm going to go to the guy who, the only guy who would have, even though he would lose, the only guy who would have an argument over being the best quarterback in the game besides Mister Brady, and that's that's Joe Cool, Joe Montana. Um, my favorite story in the history of the Super Bowl is against the Bengals. They're in the huddle. He needs to. He needs to make the play. He needs to throw the ball. He's in the huddle. Everybody's freaking out, and he looks up and he goes, "Is that John Candy?" He like Joe. Joe Montana was so cool. When he was the 49ers quarterback, 
in the huddle about to throw the ball to Clark, the catch. He's not even thinking about the play. He's like, oh, look, there's John Candy. There's 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 Uncle Buck. <laughs> there's there's the great dude movie. great outdoors. There's there's the Canadian funny fat guy, John Candy. Joe Montana's coolness and ability to just kind of look and go, hey, guys, chill the F out. John Candy's right there. I don't know why that has always stuck with me as one of my favorite moments. Like, I love you, you got to realize what a leader you are. You're not only able to calm your guys down, but you're in this super serious moment. And if if you're not their real leader and you go, hey, there's John Candy, they're going to go, asshole, focus. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're such a leader and everybody respects you so much, you go, hey, John Candy. They go, oh, no shit. All right, cool. Hey, what are we doing? You know, like that, that's one of my favorite moments ever. Right. That's who he was. But he had that cachet, the power to take them out of the moment with him. And have and they trusted him to still be in it. And he's Joe Montana to me is like the greatest football personality. Like he is Joe Cool is exactly the te- right nickname. He is textbook, just freaking cool. I mean, there's is is Aaron no Rodgers before Aaron Rodgers. Like is he? No, because Aaron Rodgers is a dickhead. Is he doing some sensory deprivation shit? Well, now he goes know, to Kansas City. He's like, ah, man, I don't you know, know what to you know, do. He's Burrow with fashion sense. Oh, oh. All right. Like it, it has become a national pastime to shit on Aaron Rodgers. It's actually kind of funny. It's funny. And, and he's even so my quarterback. So, and soon I have to pretend I love him because he can be the Raiders quarterback. So Could be. Um, uh, I will so, say this. Have you ever seen the Saturn Live that Montana hosted? No. There's one so. where he plays like a roommate and like you can hear his thoughts. And he literally, like Joe Montana's voice, walking up the stairs, goes, I'm going to go to my room and masturbate. Like, it, it's <laughs> sort of like As a kid, I remember looking at him and going, Joe Montana just say he's going to master. Like, I got to believe the Super Bowl winning quarterback of the 49ers doesn't have to spank his own. Like, I just don't feel like that's needed. Ooh. I mean, uh, yeah, he might. Um, no we go- Come on. I don't spank my own. Well, I do all the time, but I don't have to. Nobody he has to. Well, I mean, I just forgot a little bit nervous. Uh, <laughs> You're married. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so next, I'm, I'm going to go one of my favorite moments ever, uh, and it's it's Mike Jones, Mike Jones, Mike Jones tackling Kevin Dyson at the two and a half yard line in 1999. I love that Rams team, loved Kurt Warner, loved the greatest show on turf. That Super Bowl was awesome, one of the best, one of the, my favorites ever. What that Tennessee defense did to the Rams, what the Rams did to them, and for it to come down to that tackle, that play, that moment. Uh, it was one of my favorite memories. That was a huge, huge play. Underrated game. Maybe the most underrated game. <laughs> Maybe the most underrated game ever. Um, <laughs> I was watching it. I was hosting at the Elbow Room in downtown Ooh. Albany. Yeah. Um, love Kurt Warner, Iowa Barn- Barnstormer. The, the, just, yeah, I'm with you. A great, great game. Great play. That Kurt Warner movie, by the way, is underrated as well. Yeah, I, I like made, the movie. I hate I it like, so much. Oh my god! You guys really? I got cavities. Really? I, I, you know what I? You know what I did to make me myself feel better? I went and watched True Blood so I could see Anna Paquin's tits. <laughs> oh well, which are also yeah. underrated. I, I mean, oh, oh yeah, that's always that's true. They're yeah. not. I don't think they're as good as what the real Mrs. Warner's boobies. Like I bet she's got some. Uh, Brenda, bet you Brenda's are pierced. I don't care. Yeah, I'll say that. I'm in. Yeah, I'll lose an eye motorboating those pierced boobies. I'll do it. I'm not scared. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. There's not, there's not too many boobs that I'm not willing to think about. Brenda Warner's boobs do not move the needle for me. Really? No. I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now. Right now. Right now. 
two sets of movies that I would I would do unspeakable things to see. Brenda Warner's Hillary Clinton's. I want to see Hillary Clinton's cans. Any boobs that are good enough to keep Bill Clinton around, those are boobs. It's a valid point, actually. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's like the it's like the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Just... <laughs> I I I would claw my own eyes out. I think to not see Hillary Clinton's boobs. I, I will jump in front of you so you don't have to. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. All right, you got my back on that. Yeah, one. That's, what, that's what bros do. That's what bros that's do. What bros do. I when was. Hillary, I wanted to do when a Hillary's bio. boobies come out. There was a rock station I was on. I do a bio. It was like. Um, like two things that you could bring to a deserted island with you. I was like Rex and FX want rum shaker mm. and Hillary Clinton's boobs. Like I know that's technically three, but I'm I'm calling it two. <laughs> I'm not sure it's three. I'm not. I haven't seen him to say that that's uh, that's. I think uniform. Hillary's got some guns. Oh, she has to. I do feel good. Guns. I do not feel good. Uh, you know, well, see, on, on the topic though, the whiskey. Let's be honest. Though. Let's be honest. Very be honest. There's nothing better than a good hate f. Come on. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know. I know. Oh, man. Tell, about that. I'm a lover, man. This is I'm one of those lover. times where I wish this wasn't recorded. Now, off air, uh, Jeff, I'll share a story with you. Bourbon cracking, bro. What story could this be? Oh, uh, shit. No. Uh, well, I was a gym. Let's keep going. All right, man. I gotta go. I got long to do. Barry, you're up. Barry, what you got? Yeah, Super Bowl memory, Barry. What do you got for us? Are we on four or five? Or one number four? Four. Number four. Number two. Whatever. Yeah. All right. So I had the drive. We did Joe Montana. I had the drive to Joe Montana against Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like again, Joe is just the coolest guy in the friggin' world. I mean, is there anybody like speed? Sandra Bullock is driving the bus in speed. Oh, you want Joe Montana to be driving the bus in speed. Like you want any situation, pressure situation. You just want Joe Montana and he's going to be like, I don't know. It's the eighties. He's probably ripping butts and drinking Guinness and just chilling. <laughs> he's, he's got no concerns in the world. Just goes out, wins the Super Bowl Like it's nothing. And you were like, this is the coolest friggin' guy on earth. Joe Montana. Two of the coolest conversations I ever had in my life. I, I, I learned to ask questions that nobody else asked. That's, that's been my thing as, as, as a sports guy. Get to, cho- get to talk to Barry Sanders. And I'm like, I want to, like, why'd you retire so early? And like, everybody asked him that. So I didn't ask him that. I go, Barry, with the way people tackle now, how many yards did you average a game? His eyes lit up and he said, three, 375. Tim Brown, Tim Brown, if you had the quarterbacks that Jerry Rice, your guy Jerry Rice had, he goes, I would, I didn't even get the question. He goes, I would dwarf him. He goes, I would dwarf his numbers. I would destroy him. Joe Montana, I would love to ask him if the rules for pass interference that are now were then, how good would your numbers be? Cause you imagine you used to be able, like you could you could carry a crowbar on the field and hit a wide receiver three times. You hit him four. That pass interference. Tanya oh, Harding. Wow. Bam. <laughs> you even can roughing, hit even roughing the passer, right? Right. Yeah, roughing yeah. the passer yeah. was like you, as long as it was a mid-sized car, you could yeah. hit the quarterback with it. If it was yeah. if it was a truck, it was that was that was roughing the passer. Not if you land on top of them in the process. Right. Not if, yeah. If you if you if you don't whisper sweet nothings on the way to the ground in their yeah. ear, I'm just I, I, it's all gonna be okay. Little they guy. need a little twinkle twinkle as you put yeah. them down. Uh, like 
I would love to ask Joe Montana rules rules now. You playing in your prime? How many Super Bowls? He'd be like twenty five. Hey guys, guys, now that you're the big uh, OFX guy, can you reach out to Joe Montana for us? Now that you're Tommy Corporate, can you uh, make that happen? I'll probably have to do it. But it's <laughs> yeah, let's get him on here so we can all just make out with him for an hour. No, we're, 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 we're <laughs> one really... Guys or Joe Montana? No, no. I was Joe Montana. Need it. That, his, his poor wife just had my kid, so. <laughs> Uh, you know, I hoped he was going to listen to this, and not now I'm not sure that I do. Um, well, it's been fun doing kidding, this. Last your kid one. is my kid. What are you talking about? My kid likes you more than he likes me. So that's possible. <laughs> that's that's how we know he's not my kid. <laughs> so this is our number one, right? We can do the right. number one. Yeah, so, yeah, oh. n- number one. Um, so so I, I'm wait, going. I still have to go then because I still. Oh my... no! Wait, oh, sorry. You got Marcus, yeah. Allen, Marcus Allen touchdown against the Redskins. The seventy-five yard, thirty-yard touchdown, <laughs> like the, one of the greatest. Actually, I'm sorry, it was a hundred and some odd yard, seventy-yard touchdown. Marcus Allen, completely screwed by Al Davis, should have been like heralded. Should have been carried on on everyone's shoulders. Yeah, speaking of underrated, Marcus Allen's there for me. Oh, I love Marcus Allen, man. But you, there was a point where your backfield was Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson. Yeah. There's a reason why Jay Schrader was your quarterback, and it was okay. Um, also, a guy you can call when you need somebody to wheel your Bronco, right? Oh no, that was AC. Never Al, Al College. Yeah, yeah. However, it doesn't work. There, there was. You There's a Marcus Allen connection, though. Marcus Allen may very well have also been with OJ's wife and lived to tell the tale. Oh. You want to talk about a badass mofo? Ooh. That's Ooh. the guy. So Marcus Allen's touchdown against the, against the Redskins. I, I just remember that going like, like. You look at Bo Jackson and Tech Mobile, it's modeled after that run by by Marcus Allen. Is that the biggest loss for the Redskins since Little Bighorn? Or they, when they became the Commanders? I think they won at Little Bighorn, didn't they? I don't know. I was just I'm trying to find the right joke. By the way, by the way, Bighorn, also a name for Chris Jones' penis. <laughs> oh, it always comes back to the penis on this program. Uh, that's good. Uh, right, here so we go, my, number one. My my number one um, favorite memory is is the Eli Manning to Mario Manningham pass. Uh, yeah, just dirty. And at that moment, like you knew they were gonna win. Like they were losing, but you knew that was gonna turn around. You knew they had the momentum. And as a Giants fan living in Massachusetts at the time, uh, beating the Pats twice in Super Bowls the way we did it uh, was amazing. And uh, the Tyree catch probably could have been number one, uh, but I, for me personally, the memory uh, no, that, that takes number one for me. Uh, curious, um, how much of that is your favorite team beating your big brother's favorite team? Ah, uh, not as much as you'd think. Yeah, we did it twice, so it wasn't really that competitive. That that Super Bowl, the thing I remember about that Super Bowl is that last play when they heave the ball into the end zone how close Gronkowski comes to getting his hands on that ball. Like that was, that was like, cause the man, there was, there were a lot of crazy plays in that yeah, game. Yeah, there were um, Aaron Hernandez also didn't kill anyone in the course of that game. So that was, that we know, right. I'm not sure. But like that last play too, right? Gronkowski's like, Oh, it's like right there. I mean, it was, that game was crazy. It was, yeah. it, it tore my guts what, out. Like, but. You hear the, you hear the phrase like basketball on turf. For some of these guys, like like the um, like Mike Evans, like Mike Evans, yeah, plays basketball on turf. Like he's gonna high point the ball, he'll go get it. 
that was that play where you're like, it's a tip drill, and Gronky's the biggest, baddest mofo in the paint. And you thought, I, I thought he was coming down with it. I thought he was going to find a way. Dude, you're like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. and and I and listen, I hate the Patriots. I'm the leader of Patriot Nation. <laughs> However. I like Gronk. I can't help but like, like if the Raiders somehow like end up with Brady this year, the only way that's okay is if I end up with a Gronk jersey and he's number 69 at 87. Giggity. Uh, Dude, I'll be, we're going, if that happens, we're going to Vegas. We are going to. I think we should go anyway, but you know, it's yes, just but if that happens, it's a lock. Like, all right. I are you allowed? Up. I mean, you're a student. You're an employee. Yeah. Like I'm allowed. Am I allowed? To, can I have permission to go? To can Vegas? I all hang out with my friends in Las Vegas? My buddies would like me to go. Um, <laughs> I'll pretend I'm getting married, and you have to go to my bachelor party. Love perfect. Slam that is, so in in Slam the up. in middle age married man life, there are a few things that extricate you from your obligations. But a bachelor party is one. Like a bachelor 100%. party, hundred percent. Right. And as someone who answers to no one, I can do what the f I want. So like I'm pretty much, there's two scenarios. Uh, right? Well, like, actually, your fiance may may have some input on that. No, I don't. I'm not going to really get married, jackass. Really I'm not stupid. <laughs> I did it I'm, once. My wife, my wife listens to the show. I you know, you know there's two insanity doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. There's two things that can get you out. Like, so if if an asteroid is headed for Earth and you can yeah. drill like Bruce Willis in Armageddon, you have a you can get out of whatever you have to do. Or if there's a bachelor party, there's only two ways that you can. My, my wife knows I can't drill, so. <laughs> <laughs> At least once. At least once you drill. <laughs> At least once. That's what my, my favorite my, my only nephew who likes me besides Zach. I have two nephews who like me. One by blood and one by you. For bros and bourbon. Uh, yeah. Now they, but that Mario Manningham catch, uh huge. That game yeah. huge. Huge memory. For me. My number one. Yeah, yeah. So you Michigan, go Michigan violence right there. Manningham. I like the man. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I mean, I don't like it, but I like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I know where you're going here. I'm curious if this is going to be the same place. So let's see. So my my um, favorite Super Bowl, for a lot of reasons, a lot of things happened all at the same time. But the, the Super Bowl, the Patriots 28-3 Atlanta game. My Not favorite where I Super thought Bowl you were moment, going. All right. My favorite Super Bowl is Julian Edelman. I know I have, I mean, I have one jersey right there. My boy Wes Welker, who I adore. But Ed, I mean Edelman for me, I love and that catch in the Atlanta game, where he like that three ball dudes. is bobble, and he reaches out. What's that? There's like three dudes hanging on him. He's he's on a pig pile and like somehow. And I love when you listen to the mic'd up version of it. He's like, I caught that. I fucking caught that. Like he's like he couldn't even believe it. It was the craziest catch ever. And that game, um, my daughter, it, it was her first birthday. You know, everybody's over watch the game, right? And they are getting smoked. Matt Ryan MVP is like they are running up and down the field and you know all of a sudden there's little da- cracks of daylight and hope and then they the greatest comeback Super Bowl history but that Edelman catch because I love Edelman I think he's a great dude just a baller a guy who just who just like nutted his way through a career just just manned up and like I, to me Hall of Fame career I mean guy's unbelievable but that catch and his own reaction to it was like the coolest super bowl moment to me i was hosting that at vapor in the saratoga casino and raceway and um again hate the patriots i am taunting the shit out of anybody in a patch uniform that entire like you got jersey i'm like what's up are you gonna cry would you like a buddy like ow and i'm having a blast and it's happening. I'm like, well, it's done now. He can't score again. And then, like, that happened. And I went, 
y'all gonna win this damn game. <laughs> and <laughs> I am sorry. I I will. You can all say what you want to say. That was that was that was a special game. That was like everybody talks about like the box game. This that the other that game where Brady just keeps his shit together and leads them into like all right. Just, one more play, just one more play. It's not Joe, it's not, Joe Cool. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, T- you know, Tommy, not so Tempest. I don't know, like he just, <laughs> he just got it done. That was I, I hated him so much for it, but that was that was special. That was absolutely special. I, I thought you were going Malcolm Butler. I thought that's where you were going to go with that. I love that. I mean, I, 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 I love that. You got number one, so coming play, but uh, I just think you know what it is. It's it's because like Super Bowl moments, right? And so to me. Edelman as a guy and as a player, his involvement in that comeback, because that, you know, I don't know, this is a similar thing because the Butler game, because and it's a little bit on the heels of the Manningham game, right, because it's you hadn't been back to Super Bowl since Manningham made the catch. And it was I think it was curse makes this ridiculous catch when Seattle goes in and you're like, okay, let's just how it goes with Patriots. Now we just lose on these ridiculous plays and it flips on the Butler catch. It was great, but I just I don't know for Ed to me, Edelman who I think left every single thing on the football field. That was just like such a crowning moment for him on that stage. And, and to be part of that game where did I, I mean, literally, I don't know. I don't know what the AWS advanced statistics. They must've had a 0.2% <laughs> chance of winning the football game at 28 to three. And then yeah. it just, it Basically all just broke still loose. Look at that point. He had no idea. He was like, well, okay. Um, the reason I didn't put the Malcolm Butler one is because you pissed me off with the like oh the game when we should have won. Oh yeah, <laughs> Malcolm Butler. If you guys, if you guys don't remember, got kicked. Go look it up. I met Malcolm Butler on Radio Row. No idea who the f he was. I literally had um uh, Blake Novacek, Jay Novacek's stepson, is my is like my on field producer, and he goes, uh, "This is Malcolm Butler. He's a uh, cornerback for the Patriots." So I turn around and then Armin, my co host, goes. Yeah, he's been killing it. He's been making predictions. He predicted that Ohio State was going to win the championship, all this other stuff. He goes, make a prediction for Malcolm Butler. I go, you're going to have a great game. You're going to, you're going to have a big play. Uh, you're going to win the Super Bowl. And sure enough, he intercepts the ball that wins the Super Bowl. And, like, I could, they've never let me talk to him since, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, my number one is uh, Raiders over Eagles, uh, the first ever wild card team to win the Super Bowl. Um, and the reason I love this game so much is it's why I'm a Raiders fan. Um, and it's not like it's not one play. I mean, there's a million great plays, you know, Casper with the you just see the snot coming off his hand with all the glue. Uh, don't even care. I'm, I'll admit it. We cheated. He had stick him lots of it. Um, my dad was a fireplug. He was a brick shit house. He was the strongest dude ever. I've seen him carry engine blocks. He would never tell me who was going to win a game. I would always go, like, as a little kid, I was, I'm was like four years old. I'm like, who's going to win this game? Who do we want to win this game? Who he would never answer. That was the only game he ever answered. I was like, who do we want to win this game? He goes, oh, the Raiders. They're, they're an older team. They're a wild card. They're not supposed to win. I want to see them win. And then I was like, shit, let's go. So I sat and I, I remember I had a little, like, fake plastic drill that Santa gave me. I'm sitting there pretending I knew what I was doing, watching the game the whole time I was in. And the Raiders win that game. And, like, you know. It was I was hooked. I was a Raiders fan ever since. That's like that family moment, that bonding moment, that moment where like dad passes something down to his son. And like two years later, he's every time there's an article about how what a pile of shit the Raiders are, he's leaving it for me because he didn't really care. About, he only liked him that year. That's my game. That's that was 
Raiders. Yeah, man, he, made, he made this deep. That's good. Oh my god! It was. It was. It's why I'm. It's why I'm the sports fan I am. It's the only. My dad was very funny. He was very. He was a lot of things. But when he would get home, he was exhausted. He didn't want to talk. He would be left alone. It was that bonding moment with my dad, that like, kids, dream of. And the weirdest part of it is, my dad didn't like the team. He liked that year's team. <laughs> he didn't like the Raiders. So like, I, I'll never forget him. Like, like I get up in the morning and there's like a like. I don't know if he had a string. I don't remember how it got there, but it's like hanging in front of my bedroom door. I open my bedroom door. There's an article where the like the Raiders are called the Silver and Slack. Wow. He left it for me. He was just like boom, like. But uh, he also was the same one that um, Blessings Tavern would do a pick and pull, and I was insane. I would sit there with my notebook at like eight years old, and I'd watch inside the NFL, and I'd do everything on breakdown or whatever. And he would start using my picks. And he won the pick and pull one year. <laughs> I can't do it for myself. I did it for him. But yeah, yeah, close this year a couple times. Oh, so close, but not. I'm just not picking. I'm picturing little Levac. You got your toy drill, little toy still bearded bl- toy blender attachment to make some Actually, toy margaritas. That was a toehead. That was, toe was very blonde. It was very wow. blonde. Wow. Yeah, I'll have to find a picture for you guys. But, yeah. uh well, it's black and white. We will sell that. It's fine. <laughs> it's not. You know what, you mother effort. You're you. You're black and white. <laughs> you look older than all of us. That's that's true, actually. We were at we were talking to some it. of the girls at Hoots who know how old he is, and they're still like, "Well, you're older than Jeff, right?" <laughs> Not my fault. You're a, you're a young buck. It's just all the wisdom that he imparts on his yeah that's, his pals there. Well, it's not no. the years of abuse I put through his body, but yeah. <laughs> so, yeah so so this might be the longest Bros and Brew I've ever done, but I think it's a pretty good show. I'm, uh, well, we had about what, three months to make up for. I am gassed right now. Yeah, man, that was, that was left good. it all out there. We left it all out there today. Your, your daughter's tablet's not making it up there tonight, is it? Uh, I gotta go. I got things to do. I got. I gotta. I got my homework. I have to do, and I have to do some cleaning and different whole uh, household responsibilities that I have to get to. Um, so it's. You know, yeah. and then there's yeah, I got a, I got a lot to do. I still have a lot to do. It's whatever time is eleven o'clock Eastern time right now at night. But being the man that I am, I probably make yeah. a couple couple dishes in the sink that I'll get out of the way. I'll charge the tablet and um, I do some other and know, whatever other else things. his wife says he has to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'll be I'll be choking on air in nine minutes, so I'll be. <laughs> That's uh, true. Actually, uh, that's the most apt description I've ever heard for the way that you sleep. Ch- <laughs> choking on air is really that is a hundred percent how <laughs> with what the experience of listening to you sleep is exactly like that. As though that's how it feels too. Like this, my some bitch is choking on air. Sleep dying is what my friends just call it. Oh, you ah. know, do you know you sleep die? Um, I actually could hook you up with a doctor. You met. I introduced you to Doctor Fred Drew from the Integrative Sleep Center at the Super Bowl at the playoff party. Yeah, he didn't seem like he wanted to do business. I was looking for because well, he was at a party. Like you, uh, you like called him. It wasn't like an expo back, for sleep experts. Well, you're not going to go. You no, know, he's not going to be at Iron's Edge. <laughs> you got to call him over at the uh, Integrated Sleep Center. And what's that number? 518-885-6185. That's <laughs> up that I still remember that. Yeah, I knew you would. <laughs> Get a better night's sleep, though. Give him a call. It does. It makes a big difference. I'm going to go smoke the cigar because I not have just, no. It's not just you. Okay, think about your wife, your child. Your dog, your neighbors. My dog snores louder than I do. Jesus. A couple houses. That is not possible, my friend. That is. There's nobody. Dog has a this. special vest he wears, so it's... Nah, that he he got out of that. Is, what does he have a vest for? Like a like a thunder shirt? 
Oh yeah, he had a he had he had to have a lump removed off his chest. So oh, I didn't even know this. Oh yeah, yeah, he had to have a lump oh, wow. off his. He had to have a lump I off sent his a chest. Cart. Oh well, he was wearing the cone for a couple of days, but he's kind of stupid. So every time he'd go outside, he would just dig a hole with his cone as he was trying to yeah, walk. Yeah, that's, that's and then eventually just drown himself in snow. So <laughs> that's uh, a we, thing. We got him a shirt, but he's out of the shirt now, so he's free. He's sprung. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Rosen bourbon. <laughs> Rosen bourbon. We covered it. We covered it all. Oh, we didn't do any live reads. What uh, we got to talk about? DraftKings. Well, we got the uh, DraftKings in there. There's no problem. Draft DraftKings. Draft 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 right now. Brand new customer. Code five one eight five dollar wager, up to two hundred dollar in free bets, almost instantly. And uh, if you're not new, between six and nine, the week of the Super Bowl, a fresh prop bet that's boosted every day. That's good week for it. So well, it's I don't, you know, I don't know if they, but get down to Mohawk Honda too. I like those guys. Oh yeah, Mohawk. yep. So. Mohawk Honda, Mohawk Chevrolet, Mohawk. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Auto Center, and uh, you know, something. Just give yourself a Mohawk. I think would be the way to and, go. And I think it would be be remiss not to mention the uh, Albany Empire kicking off here in under oh, under sixty five oh. days. April sixteenth is give the first home game. Uh, dropping the banner, Predators, right? Yep, hosting the Predators, yep. uh, and that's not, um, you know, it's, that's that's a very apropos name. Chris Hansen walks them in, oh. make sure they're under control. They actually have to start calling themselves the um, Predator football team. Because <laughs> one of their owners is like, I can't do it. I don't want to deal with it anymore. Um, well, it sucks. You you move to move to Florida, and you're like, I need to learn this area. You're like Orlando Predators. I'm like, oh wait a minute, it's a football yeah. team. Um, and yes, and and I'm not. I, I no longer own anything. I own nothing. <laughs> I own it's nothing. been weird. You brought me on a real emotional journey over the last however many months because I actually was in the wrong town. And I thought, <laughs> I'm looking at the arena and I'm like, well, they don't really, they don't even have like a picture of this shit. Like, yeah. there's not even like a man. They really screwing it up. There's no. I remember, and I remember you said that <laughs> completely, completely. I was in the wrong state. I'm the best part was, so you're in Columbus, Ohio. I had yeah. been in Columbus, Georgia. You sent it, and I went, yeah, by the way, also, I'm out. I'm not in there anymore. <laughs> yeah. I said, wait a minute. So I'm in the wrong place. It doesn't even matter anymore anyway. Oddly and... enough, I also said I was in the wrong place. And yeah. I was, yeah. that was where I was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, I, funny, Jeff, I had uh, Danny, one of Danielle's friend's daughter is really into football right now. She's young, and she's super excited about football. So uh, the mother goes, have you heard of this Albany Empire team? My wife, Danielle, God bless her, she's like, yeah, I, believe me, I have heard of the Albany Empire <laughs> football team. <laughs> so there may be some new fans attending the MVP this year, not the Empire. So, Well, the um, the uh, magnet schedule will feature the Hooters of Albany restaurant so, or Colony. Oh, something. fantastic. Yeah, that's good. So I, so I should, should be able to clear up some tickets for, for you and the missus. <laughs> They're fantastic. So. Awesome. Well, hey, this is a good right. show, guys. A at Frozen Bourbon, at Frozen Bourbon Pod on Twitter is the place to follow us if you want to get a tweet every once in a great while because we'll do something every once in a great while. Like we might do another show. I don't know, someday at some point. You guys do those two shows with me, so I'm in. You let me know when. Yeah, dude. Well, that's three three bros. Three, I want to be Blood Brothers with my knife. No. Oh boy! All right, no, no, no. Just, just go, choke on, go choke on some air already. Peace.